the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley, and this is the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you on board this afternoon and uh, tell you what, it's going to be a fact-filled afternoon. I want to remind you that, uh, as always, we are proud to be part of the Salem Media Group here in uh, West Central Florida. And uh, our job is to be your watchman on the wall. And that is to keep an eye out, a lookout of things that uh, have to do with our Christian worldview, either if it's something that's a positive or something that is a, a negative. And so, uh, in fact, we're going to be talking about some of that this afternoon. As you always know that uh, we have an opportunity for you to be able to re-listen to the Bill Bunkley Show. That can be uh, online uh, the morning after our broadcast. And if you'd like to listen to one of our archived shows, you can go to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. And uh, you can just hit the archive page, go down to the Bill Bunkley Show, and you can... uh, Listen online or download yesterday's show or any show. So if you know of a date and a topic uh, or a guest that you'd like to uh, revisit or have a chance to um, share with someone else, again, you can do that at letstalkfaith.com there on the podcast page. You know, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It's a day-by-day walk with the Lord. It's the way for us to regulate our lives to where Uh, Today, I know I woke up, and the first thing that I said while I was in bed, I said, Lord, this is the day that you have made. I am rejoicing with you in this. And, Father, I just want to to plug in with you uh, because there's some decisions, there's some challenges that I have to make today. And, uh, Father, I don't want to make those uh, decisions by myself. And so, Lord, will you begin to shape and to fashion my day preparing me for the point of uh, when those uh, decisions would have to come forth. And, um, you know, there is so much around us uh, that is happening now, and uh, things are going to be happening almost at lightning speed uh, before now and the election on November the 3rd. 
and uh, we're going to uh, keep you up to date with the important things that uh, you need to be aware of. Now, the president's going to be speaking sometime during our show this afternoon, and we are going to take you live uh, when he does that, because there's been a Washington Post release of an audio uh, saying that, quote, the president wanted to play down the COVID-19 uh, pandemic to avoid panic. Bob Woodward, you never hear from him except uh, every four years nowadays. And Bob Woodward, um, I, I just I just glanced over this. I think the president will be talking about this in a few moments. But uh, once again, it seems like a uh, uh, could be a hit job uh, by the media. And certainly I can tell you that Bob Woodward is no conservative. And whenever you hear uh, reporting and reporting from a journalist that then moves into the area of opinion, you need to consider uh, not only the background, but sort of the worldview. Obviously, if I make a quote and I make an opinion, um, you know, someone would have to, you know, realize that, number one, I am a committed Christian. Uh, I believe in Orthodox Christian theology. Uh, I am a conservative. And so if I'm going to give an opinion, it's going to be opinion from that Christian worldview or a conservative worldview. And I think that uh, anyone that listens to the program knows that uh, we are going to be talking about the issues from that side uh, of the column. Now, oftentimes we'll get people who continue to masquerade as reporters, but they really are uh, not only journalists, but they're opinion journalists. And um, it seems like we really don't have a whole lot of just objective reporting uh, left in the United States. And that's why the whole principle of godly discernment is so very important. And the Apostle Paul talked about that uh, in many reference points in Scripture, uh, about the fact that we have to not only discern the spirits, but there's, there's a whole lot for us to take in during this time. So, our phone lines are open and going to be open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Let me give you an idea about what we're going to be talking about today. First of all, did you know that the president finally got the recognition that he deserves? And it's the nomination for a very, very uh, prestigious honor. And that is uh, he has been nominated to receive a Nobel Peace Prize. Now, the Nobel Peace Prize is because you may not have uh, been able to really cut through all of the other issues of the day, but uh, there was an historic peace deal that was brokered by President Trump um, uh, between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. And that is um, uh, something that is very, very significant. We'll talk about that, uh, both of these um uh, events today on the Bill Bunkley Show, and um, tell you a little bit about what's going to be happening next week, a very historic event that President Trump will be uh, hosting at the White House, and we'll drill down on that as well. Now, we also are going to be talking a little bit about vaping and smoking, in particular here in Florida. 
Well, the governor wasn't really excited about uh, one of the proposals for smoking and vaping, especially when it concerns, uh, well, the age of the vapor. We'll talk about that uh, on the Bill Bunkley Show again today. Now, one of the big topics that uh, we're going to be covering in the 3 o'clock hour is a brand new Pew Research Survey. And um, the premise of the survey found that United States Christians, those of us who are followers of Christ in America, that is the emphasis of this new survey, well, they think that casual pre-marriage sex is okay. Purity before marriage in, te- in terms of uh, casual sex is not something that they consider scriptural anymore. Now, we're going to drill down on that. You know, the last couple of days, as your watchman of the wall, we've been bringing you some of these stories, some of these topics, and it's important for us to, uh, to talk about, and it's important for you to be aware of uh, and so much of what we're working with and dealing with today. But as a Christian, I want to tell you that the remnant, the remnant, those that are committed to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in our hearts, in our soul, in our words, and in our deeds, it is, it is right now what's holding, I believe, America together. And when we've looked at the last couple of reports, yesterday and today, and we'll drill down, but we look at what's happening in the spiritual realm. We have a global pandemic. We have a global pandemic that's affecting the entire a globe, but also very much affecting us here in Florida and in the United States. The question is, has God turned a corner on his patience with America? We can read the historical accounts and the timeline of God's chosen people, the Israelites, in the Old Testament scriptures. And we can see time and time again where his people wandered. His people soon forgot his blessings. His people soon disregarded Old Testament law. Soon disregarded even acknowledging him. And we can read in that history how God was extremely long-suffering. Many are making the argument today that as we go back the last several decades, 
that the same pattern has developed here in the United States. The same sort of human frailty and failings. Almost you could do a comparison side by side with the different the different steps descending away from that born-again relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and God his Father. And the question is, are we going to be an awoken generation? Some of you are very much awake at this point. Others of you probably, or maybe I should say, haven't given it much thought. But as I study each and every event, and as I am plugging in and listening to those who are, are, are more, have been more called to a prophetic-oriented ministry, and I'm not talking about, about a bunch of wild-eyed, hey, you know, next Saturday at 3 p.m. the world is going to end sort of folks. But I'm talking about people who have made their life work, uh, as called by the Lord, to understand the prophetic scriptures in both Old and New Testament. And so, we need to be praying. We need to, first of all, pray for our own personal revival. What areas of Scripture have you taken your scissors to, if you're honest, and you clipped them out? Because that's just not something you do in your life. That, that's just not something you're willing to give or give up. Think about that. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall. I'll be right back. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Hey, here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at SalemCareerHub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275. 
866-711-6275 or visit 247salemcareerhub.com. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7. On Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never Okay, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. We are awaiting President Donald Trump, who is at least scheduled to speak at the 3.30 hour. At 3.30 exactly, we'll be on a commercial break. But uh, if he's up and uh, speaking, we'll certainly go to that uh, after the um, 3.30 break. Bottom of the hour break, I should say. Um we have an example of another bias against Christianity. I want to tell you about this afternoon. Many of you know the Family Research Council. Our friend Tony Perkins, former member of Congress, has been a very capable leader of that organization for several years. Well, there is a company by the name of Mobile Cause, C-A-U-S-E. They are a tech company. And they are a tech company that helps organizations in the area of communication. Well, I want you to remember the name Mobile Cause because this is another company that has clearly entered into the category of censoring conservatives. You see, they had a contract with the Family Research Council, a Christian worldview, Washington, D.C.-based organization. Now, as part of their services, FRC was about to broadcast their September the 2nd edition. The show is called Pray, Vote, Stand. Pray, Vote, Stand. It's an issues program from a conservative worldview, from a Christian worldview. Well, without any warning, FRC was abruptly advised that mobile calls would not be putting that broadcast out on their network as contracted. 
and FRC had to do that edition by people either going to their website or Facebook, Twitter, picking up the link there. Mobile calls was used by the Family Research Council, and through that they could reach thousands of individuals, thousands of pro-Christian, pro-conservative supporters through text messaging. Now, what did Family Research Council do to get them immediately terminated just before they were going to broadcast their program? Well, it seems like Family Research Council has some, well, some religious views that are just not acceptable. Let's see. I wonder if traditional marriage... I wonder if traditional marriage by biblical standards of what we're going to be talking about today in the third hour. So I wonder if following biblical guidelines and admonition on gender and relationships, I guess that didn't make mobile calls real happy. And by the way, mobile calls decided, well, if we cut them off, then we're going to hamper them with getting out conservative and Christian worldview information having to do with the upcoming 2020 election. There is no doubt that this is bias once again from the tech industry. You must be aware that liberals, many liberals, would love to see you and I disappear, would love to see churches disappear, would love to see Christianity evaporate. We just It's just a known fact. And I'm talking about orthodox Christianity. I'm not talking about... Someone or some church that says they're a Christian and, boy, they've got a whole nother set of how they do their thing that has very little to mirror with the inspired scriptures of the Old and New Testament. And by the way, FRC had been in agreement with mobile calls for not one, not two, but three years. It would use mobile calls to send outgoing messages for their online events. They've also got another online event that they produce and broadcast called Arise and Sin. Now, you know, if you're busy like I'm busy, and I wanted to plug into, let's say, I wanted to hear the next edition of Arise and Sin, it is very helpful, even though if I have it on my calendar, to get a text message reminder. Tony Perkins is quoted as saying in a statement, mobile calls has not only provided yet another example of big tech censorship, but in their 
desperation to silence those they disagree with, they have now added religious discrimination to their portfolio. Do you recognize something in the culture here? This is what you call cancel culture. Because we are in a war. We really are. We are in a war against those who also want to eliminate free speech. Believe me, in a socialism economy and country, you don't have free speech. In a communist country, you don't have free speech. And guess what? When it comes to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and mobile calls, there is not free speech. I'm going to take a break. We're standing by for the president. More on this. Our phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall, with another alert. More to come. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Protesters in Portland and police have clashed near City Hall. The protesters blocked traffic early Wednesday morning after they started demonstrating Tuesday night. Police say they moved in to disperse the protesters after they refused to do so on their own. There were 11 arrests. Virginia's capital city has adopted a law banning guns on public property during protests and other events. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports the city council voted unanimously to adopt the ordinance. The law is aimed at preventing violent confrontations during demonstrations. The newspaper says the law bans the carrying of guns on public property at any event. Some council members expressed concern about enforcement of the law, and some community members questioned whether the ban would violate their Second Amendment rights. The Dow up 658 points, the NASDAQ 348 points higher. This is SRN News. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. President Trump has a record of accomplishments that's pretty easy to compile. Most significantly, is brought the existential threat posed by the Chinese Communist Party into the sunlight. Trump has buttressed the Constitution. With two justices on the Supreme Court, 53 judges on the federal courts of appeal, and over 140 district court judges. President Trump's tax cuts, along with his massive deregulation, led to 3.5% unemployment until the regime in Beijing acted with criminal recklessness towards a virus that has devastated the world. Trump's brawling, slugging, tempestuous approach has worn down many, but his road is marked by these accomplishments. The elites are convinced he must be beaten. But Americans want their jobs and security back. They like the police. They like civil order. Yes, polling shows him behind 50-year D.C. insider Joe Biden. We'll see. I feel pretty good about President Trump's chances. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over 
and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary. We no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. We're awaiting President Donald Trump. We're going to be speaking from the White House. Let me ask you a question. Do you desire to live a godly life in Christ? Let's be honest. Do you desire to live a godly life in Christ? Paul has some advice for you. The Apostle Paul has some advice for you. It's the same advice he gave to his young protege, Timothy. He said, Timothy, indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ, in Christ Jesus, will be persecuted. Don't believe me? Go to the second letter that Paul sent to Timothy. It's known as 2 Timothy. The letter's been divided up by scholars since The Apostle Paul wrote it, but go to 3 and 12. You'll see that exact quote. If you're going to be out there living for Jesus, you're going to be snarled at, laughed at. Certainly not the persecution that Voice of the Martyrs could tell us about each and every day. The horrific things that are being done to torture and kill Christians around the globe. But we're talking about Family Research Council. The liberal left is getting emboldened. Believe me, they want Christianity gone. And remember this about the world around us. 
My dear brothers and sisters, this is not anything new. We've just sort of lived in a bubble for several decades because our founding fathers founded this country originally on Judeo-Christian values. Out of the old, uh, out of uh, uh, the first four or five books of the Old Testament plus the New Testament. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. This is, this is the world that we now walk in. People will smile at your face and kind of snarl at you because you're so foolish to think about a God you can't see. And living your life on things that were said 2,500 years ago that haven't been updated. That's what the world believes. And you can jot down, jot down John 15:18 for that perspective of that quote. But here is, if you remember the Apostle Peter, oh, Peter, who spent so much of his life with the foot and mouth disease. Oh, Peter, that was always bounding ahead. Always Mr. Energetic. The one Jesus always had to reel back in. But, you know, after he denied Christ three times, the night before Jesus' crucifixion, by the time Jesus appeared to the apostles and 500 others and time began to sort of mature in, in those days right after the resurrection, you know, Peter, Peter got it. And when we look at the Family Research Council, here's what I know Tony Perkins knows very well. Beloved, the Apostle Peter said, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. We are being tested of our faith in America right now, arguably like no time before in American history. Peter goes on to say, as though something strange were happening to you. Many of us feel since March, well, there are some strange things happening here. Where, I mean, where did this COVID thing come from? And where, look at this violence. Where did these people come from? I mean, they hate everything. They want to destroy everything. Man, my job is gone. The economy has gone. I can't go out. I've got this silent killer called COVID-19. Peter reminds us, we may think it's something strange, but it's not. It's the spiritual warfare that has been going on for thousands of years. And a fresh new round, I believe, has been unleashed on America. But Peter said, but rejoice. Now rejoice, that's joy. No matter how strange and how difficult it is, P- 
Peter is reminding us that we are to rejoice. Rejoice. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings. That you, you, may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. And make no mistake about it. That glory, that glory is going to be revealed. And by the way, if you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed. Because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. That's a... A letter of Peter's, the first letter, that's in 4.12 through 14. And last but not least, here's what we have to remember. Here's what we have to remember about mobile calls. Here's what we have to remember about those that persecute us. The tax collector said, but I say to you, excuse me, the, the tax collector in writing what Jesus said to us, But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So you might want to pray for mobile calls. A tech company, a liberal left-wing tech company that cut off Family Research Council after two, two and a half years of a contract of sending out the text messages to their followers as a reminder one of their online programs was about to begin. Tony Perkins, the last quote I want to share, he said, it is a coincidence that a big tech company pulled the plug on us one hour before the second installment of one of our most extensive evangelical voter education and mobilization efforts in this election cycle. This was not just any show. This was a big show. And it was time for just after Labor Day. It was time to fire up their base. Those that support the Family Research Council includes those that support our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are part of what I believe are his Orthodox believers in America. And they were going to tell, well they did, but on a grander scale they were going to tell their supporters what they could do to mobilize to express public support in this election. Tony went on to say, the big tech agenda is beyond obvious. Mobile calls, if you're just joining us, this is the tech company after two and a half years. Moments before the reminder of the podcast, the webcast was to go out, they pulled the plug and canceled the contract and didn't send out the communication. Mobile calls, 
says Perkins views evangelicals and conservatives as a political enemy that must be silenced. And so it timed its religious discrimination for maximum effect. Close quote. So what does that tell us? It is a reminder to you, and this comes from your watchman on the wall, that Satan is working extremely, extremely busy to interrupt anything that has to do with Christ and Christianity, especially as it relates to the 2020 presidential election. Between the left-wing liberal media with absolutely volumes and volumes of fake news stories, tremendous bias against President Trump, undermining any way they can for Christian messages to get out, This is a fierce battle. And this is what I want to take a moment out to talk about our organization, the Salem Media Group. And, of course, you're listening to part of the Salem Radio Network, a network that reaches all across America. A network that is uncompromising in their conservative message on our answer platforms around the nation. Our conservative values, as demonstrated in our website, townhall.com, and many other websites. And then you look at our Christian media, our Christian radio stations, because Salem Media Group and Salem Radio Network, we, our founders, organized us as a corporation, where corporation is traded on the New York Stock Exchange, where corporation that pays taxes. That's why myself and my colleagues can come on every day and we can talk about presidential candidates, candidates for governor, city council, county commission, talk about the issues. It's a business model that allows us to be part of getting out the conservative voice in America and the Christian worldview voice in America. And I ask for your continuing prayers. And if you are a service or a business that would like to, you know, get your message out, well, come on, because that's how we are here. We love you, and we're going to continue to be your watchman on the wall. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be back with the president in just a moment. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together 
to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8:36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Hi, this is Jim Daly. All human life has intrinsic value. We're all made in the image of God, worthy of love, care, and protection. Let's stand together to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. And join us online for Sea Life 2020, a transformational pro-life event on September 26th. Learn more at focusonthefamily.com slash life. Parents, are you happy with your children's at-home high school experience? Wondering if you're doing all you can to prepare them for the next step in their life? Check out Salem Career Hub online at SalemCareerHub.com. Whether it's college prep school, a four-year university, an MBA, or learning real-world vocational skills needed to start a career, get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your child's life through education. Our team of educational experts are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or online at SalemCareerHub.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The president is speaking from the White House in Washington. He is talking about the judicial appointments he is pledging to make over the next four years. I'll give you a recap of what we have missed, what you have missed. Let's go to the White House and listen in. Equal justice, equal treatment, and equal rights for citizens of every race, color, religion, and creed. Together, we will defend our righteous heritage and preserve our magnificent American way of life. Thank you. God bless America. Thank you very much. Does anybody have any questions on the uh, judges? Please. Anybody on the judges? Excuse me. Any questions? They're outstanding people. Very important decision. Very important that Joe Biden uh, put up potential nominees. I think it's a very important thing for our country that he do that. Okay, please go ahead. Do you have a question? Can you address the uh, concerns from the Woodward book in regards to whether did you mislead the public by saying uh, that you downplayed uh, the coronavirus and that you repeatedly did that in order to uh, reduce panic? Did you miss Well, I think uh, if you said in order to reduce panic, perhaps that's so. The fact is I'm a cheerleader for this country. I love our country. And I don't want people to be frightened. I don't want to create panic, as you say. And uh, certainly I'm not going to uh, drive uh, this country or the world into a frenzy. We want to show confidence. We want to show strength. We want to show strength as a nation. And that's what I've done. And we've done very well. We've done well, from any standard, you look at uh, our numbers compared to other countries, other parts of the world. It's been an amazing job that we've done. I think it's very sad in many respects because the incredible individuals working so hard on it, including our vice president, they've done this great job. They haven't been acknowledged by the news media, and they should, for the job we've done, whether it's ventilators, and now you'll see very soon with vaccines and with therapeutics. The job we've done has been incredible. But we don't want to we don't want to instill panic. We don't want to jump up and down and start shouting uh, that we have a problem that is uh, a tremendous problem scare everybody. And I'll tell you the other thing, we immediately started buying all over the world. We started buying uh, masks and gowns and everything else. And we don't want to cause uh, pricing to go up to a level that becomes almost unaffordable. So, yeah, in that sense, so in that sense, I agree with it. Yeah, please. How do you reassure the American public going forward that they can trust what you're saying? Well, I think that's uh, really a big part of trust. We have to have leadership. We have to show leadership. And the last thing you want to do is create a panic in the country. This was a horrible thing. It was sent to us by China. Should not have happened. Should never have happened. This is a disgusting, terrible situation. Uh, that was foisted upon us, and uh, we have to show — we just don't want to use — the best word is panic. We don't want to have to show panic. We're not going to show panic. And that's exactly what I did. And I was very open, whether it's to Woodward or anybody else. It's just another political hit job. But whether it was Woodward or anybody else, you cannot show a sense of panic, or you're going to have bigger problems than you ever had before. Please. Mr. President, than trying to reduce panic, sir. In February 7th, you told Woodward it's more deadly than your strenuous flu. Go ahead, please. Mr. President, don't you think if you were more forthright with the American people, more lives could have been saved? Do you take responsibility at all for some of the 200,000 deaths that we've had? 
So I think if we didn't do what we did, we would have had millions of people die. We closed up our country. We closed it up very, very quickly, very effectively. We uh, uh, did a job. We learned about this horrible disease, along with the rest of the world, which had to learn about it. And then we opened it up. And now we know the vulnerable. We know who it attacks, who it's uh, so vicious against. And I think we've done, from every standpoint, a, a incredible job. Uh, we shouldn't have lost anybody. Nobody should have lost China released something that they shouldn't have been allowed to release. They should not have released. It came out of China. It went to Europe. It went all over the world. Should have never happened. They could have stopped it. They stopped it from going into the remainder of China. It started in Wuhan, and they stopped it. But they didn't stop it from coming to our country. Now, we had to show calm. We had to show, you know, if it was up to you or whoever. I have no idea what he said in the book. And again, uh, it's a book that I gave him some quotes, and frankly, we'll see how the book turned out. I have no idea. You're asking me questions for the first time. But again, the last thing we can show is panic or excitement or fear or anything else. We had to take care of the, we had to take care of the situation we were given. Now, long before anybody else wanted to do it, I closed our borders to a very heavily infected China. If I didn't do that, we would have had hundreds of thousands more people die. Uh, Dr. Fauci said it. Many people said it. It was a great decision. It was a decision I made, and I had to make. It was a decision that a lot of people thought I was wrong. Nancy Pelosi said I was wrong. Joe Biden said I was wrong. They all came back, and they said it was the right decision. And I was way early. That was in January. The end of January, I did that. So that was a very uh, good thing we did. Otherwise, we would have had hundreds of thousands more. But if we didn't close the country, we would have been talking about millions of people instead of the numbers that we have right now. All right, we'll bring it back in, and we'll go back to the press conference at the top of the hour. President Trump getting a, a, a usual grilling from a very liberal press. I'll have a lot to say about this when the president finishes the next hour. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. More with the president at the top of the hour. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Wildfires are raging unchecked across parts of the western U.S. and 
Authorities say gusty winds could drive flames with new ferocity. Cal Fire's Sparkman Daniel Berlant says the combination of winds, humidity, and warm temperatures are making for a lot of wildfires. That is what uh, we are right now working to build contingency plans, put in dozer lines, do everything we can to hold back these fires outside of these communities. But the winds have been working against us. Gusting winds with top speeds between 30 and 50 miles per hour forecast through Thursday. More than 14,000 firefighters are battling California fires from the Sierra National Forest to San Diego. In Washington, more acres burned in a single day than firefighters usually see all year. Fires also forcing people to flee in Oregon and Idaho. A temperature plunge helped contain wildfires in the Rocky Mountains, but no such respite appears in store for California. Also at SRNews.com, Governor Andrew Cuomo announcing New York City restaurants can resume indoor dining on September 30th at 25% capacity. That's with temperature checks for customers and other restrictions. One member of each party must provide information for contract tracing if necessary. A Norwegian lawmaker says he has nominated President Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts in the Middle East. Norwegian Parliament member Christian Tibringjeti says Mr. Trump should be considered because of his work for a peace agreement between the United Arab Emirates and Israel. Tibringjeti was one of two Norwegian lawmakers who nominated Mr. Trump for the Peace Prize in 2018. That nomination was for his efforts to bring reconciliation between North and South Korea. Correspondent Jeremy House. On Wall Street, ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is ahead 518 points and the Nasdaq up. 329. This is SRN News. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilizes the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in, it's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in. President Trump's point man on international religious freedom says persecution of Christians in Nigeria is out of control. We really ask the whole world to watch uh, and to pray. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I think we're really it's time for the world to start looking at this situation in Nigeria. Sam Brownback says the government there must do something. To be much more active uh, in, the, in protecting its uh, religious adherents from attacks, uh, the violent attacks that are taking place uh, there. Two Muslim terror groups have killed thousands of Nigerian Christians. Pro-life advocates in Baltimore painted Black Lives Pre-Live Lives Matter on the pavement in front of the Planned Parenthood Clinic over the past weekend. Police were called to North Howard Street while members of Students for Life for America were doing the painting. They did not interfere. In fact, the pro-lifers gave T-shirts to the officers. This is SRN News. 
There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, and for those of you who have been with me on our Faith Talk channel since 3 o'clock, hey, good to have you back. For all the rest of you joining us on our answer stations this afternoon, hey, it's good timing that you're here. We were just listening to a live press conference uh, and an announcement, I should say, from President Donald Trump from the White House in D.C., and uh, I'll get to the lion's share of that in just a moment. Um, good to have you here this afternoon. We're going to be shifting a little bit from what I was going to be talking about to uh, start off our briefing this afternoon, Bill Bunkley show, uh, because of uh, some uh, new events that have uh, unspot have been spiraling out of Washington this afternoon. And again, it is uh, a very timed uh, set of um, of announcements of uh, book releases, and uh, so I know this is what uh, is going to be the top topic over the next few hours, so I want to go ahead and pivot to that. But first, I want to tell you that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673 if you would like to be part of our program. Now, in a moment, I'll brief you on the reason why the president had this short press conference this afternoon. It has to do with uh, the uh, judicial appointments uh, for the next uh, four-year term that uh, he wanted to discuss. I'll bring some of that to you in just a moment. But um, as you would imagine, as soon as it was time to take some questions, uh, the um, well, the Washington Press Corps uh, doing the job that they do well, and uh, they are the hatchet people uh, who are always going after the president and uh, always seem to be in concert with uh, all of the questions that need to be asked. But you can go ahead and make those determinations uh, for yourself about uh, uh, how much they do or do not work together. But Bob Woodward, you know, ever since we go back to Woodward and Bernstein during the uh, Watergate break-in, and, of course, because of their work in the Watergate break-in and uh, the movie that came uh, after that accomplishment, well, to those that are in, well, I use the term lightly, journalism, those that are involved with uh, news bureaus or 
opinion departments at uh, media houses. I mean, they have been like the, um, you know, the the VIPs of the journalistic world because of their investigative reporting. Well, uh, Woodward. Well, let's talk about Bernstein. You know, you hardly ever see Bernstein anymore. Every now and then, maybe NBC or CNBC will pick up on an interview with Mr. Bernstein, but he hasn't been out and revelant for decades. But you know, Bob Woodward. You know. He's kind of like the the big teddy bear to all of the junior journalists. And uh, every four years, he seems to resurface. You don't hear much in between. And so I guess about every four years, and today is a day that's been like many other four-year cycles, he will release to some degree a tell-all book. And he loves to take obscure quotes or direct quotes. And then he loves to put his creative juices to surrounding those quotes with his agenda and from his worldview. And quite frankly, through all of the the liberal media circles in America, he sells a lot of books. And I'm wondering between what he gets paid as an advance and the selling of his books to those on the left, I guess he can finance his lifestyle for another four years until he writes the next book. But nonetheless, let's talk about what has hit the headlines this afternoon. Earlier this year, President Trump gave a, I believe, a couple of interviews to Bob Woodward. And as they're casually talking back and forth, and they're talking about this this new threat to America called the coronavirus, more specifically COVID-19. And I'm sure Mr. Trump has known Mr. Woodward for a lot of years. So he grants Mr. Woodward an interview. And again, this is breaking this afternoon, so I am depending heavily on uh, the Fox News coverage of this story. Let me give a shout-out to Morgan Phillips. Uh, And this story basically broke a couple hours ago president just spoke just moments ago, so kind of a moving target here, if you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, Woodward claims that President Trump said that he knew the coronavirus was quote-unquote deadly. Now remember that because that's going to play in to this story in just a moment or two. Trump said it was deadly. But in Woodward's uh, words, but went to great lengths to downpay, downplay the virus in public. Now, I want you to think about that. In the early stages, a lot was not known about the potential of the deadliness of COVID-19. But it had crossed the threshold to some degree that it was a deadly virus. Still at a point where a lot is unknown. 
Let's make sure we put that in historical context. And so he's knocked in the Woodward book for downplaying the virus in his public comments. And so Woodward says, I'm trying to get this quote because I said this is just breaking and I want to make sure I get it uh, exactly. Woodward recounted in the Washington Post that other very objective non-left newspaper, wink, wink, nod, nod. The president received a warning from National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien on January 28th that the coronavirus epidemic would be the biggest national security threat of his presidency. Now, according to Woodward, the president reportedly told him on a call way back in February the 7th, Quote, you just breathe the air, and that's how it's passed. And so, that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. It's also more deadly than even your strenuous flu. Quote, unquote, reported by the Post. This is deadly stuff, according to the Post and Woodward that the president added. Then they want to make a deal that on February 26th, but two or three weeks later, that Trump told Americans that the coronavirus is like a flu. This is a flu. This is like a flu, the president said in a briefing. It's a little like a regular flu that we have flu shots for. And we'll essentially have a flu shot for this in a fairly quick manner. Now, let me, let me just expound upon this. This is very early on. They're trying to get their hands around it. And now, remember I told you to focus in on deadly? Now I've got another word I want you to focus in on. Panic. Panic. Now, let me talk about the, the job they're trying to do on the president. Uh, and I've only had a few moments to think about this. We've been on the air. But let's go back to 9-11. Most everybody listening to this program this afternoon, you remember 9-11. Now on 9-11... Most of you remember where you were at between 8.30 and 9.30 on that horrendous morning. I remind you again, just from my perspective, uh, the president was uh, in Sarasota, scheduled to make some comments at Booker Elementary. Uh, Mrs. Bunk and I, as well as uh, Mark Proctor and others, We actually were uh, assisting the advance on that trip, and uh, we were with the president's entourage detail, if you will. So you can imagine that has all sorts of implications. 
So the president gets the word. He gets, we, we get him, I'm in the motorcade. We get him back to the Sarasota airport. He's put on Air Force One and he's gone. I mean, quick, quick, quick. I mean, 100 miles an hour back to the airport and motorcade. Got him back in the air, the safest place he could be. Now, I want to tell you that if you look at the first 24, 48 hours, did President George Bush tell you everything about what the intelligent briefs were, about how so many different areas were of, of a concern? Did the president tell you all the things that could happen or were happening or suspected that might happen? No, he did not. <clears throat> no, he did not. The president did acknowledge that we were under attack, that it was under control. And a leader, a president, does not bring the American public to a state of panic. Now, I can tell you that behind the scenes, because I was and several of us were here and we were we were uh, we were sort of privy to some things behind the scenes. I mean, we were kind of aware of things that the general public was not aware. Now, nobody left there, and three days later was talking to the press or writing a book. I, you know, all of that. That that's that's that. that you know, not that we knew anything all that much, but we knew a little bit more than what you probably knew at home or off the news. And so now the president's being criticized because he has a conversation with someone, but he talks about being deadly, but he also talks about the fact that he doesn't want to panic the public. So now you know how it's being phrased? President Trump wasn't honest with the American public. President Trump, should you apologize to the American public for not being honest? President Trump, because you're not being honest, X amount of people died. Do you feel you owe an apology to the families? You see how the game's played? I hope you can see right through this. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With America opening up, maybe you're back to the daily commute or hitting the road for vacation. Take a minute, look for cracks or chips in your windshield, and call Auto Glass America. They replaced my windshield twice now, once in my office, once in my home. I trust these guys. If you drive a luxury import, forget about the expensive dealer. With comprehensive insurance, Auto Glass America will install a free windshield and give $100 in cash guaranteed when you mention my name, Mike Gallagher. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over 
and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary. We no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024, with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump, on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. If we've learned anything during these turbulent times, it's that all human life has intrinsic value worthy of love, care, and protection, and that includes life in the womb. That's why, at this pivotal time, we are standing up to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. That's HEARTBEAT to 72000. If you got pain, he's a pain if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, part of being part of uh, the Salem Media Group. Well, I want to take a moment uh, and talk about what the president uh, scheduled the press conference for. And he knew that he was going to just get the bombarded questions about the of the setup by Bob Woodward, but uh, took a question or two, and he concluded his uh, press conference uh, uh, post-haste. And I, great move. I do the same thing. So... The president put out a challenge to his competitor, Joe Biden, this afternoon. The challenge has to do with the courts. Now, let's take uh, just a moment to realize one of the one of the sub themes, the subtitles of what this election has at stake when it concludes maybe on November the 3rd, at least hopefully the voting cuts off, but you know how that works. If you remember four years ago, President Trump did something very unprecedented. He put out a list. The list was a list of individuals that he made everybody aware of, that out of that list, he would be selecting the next Supreme Court nominees if a vacancy were to occur. Now, of course, the left-wing media had a field day with that, and, uh, well, probably justifiably so, Because when you looked at the credentials and you looked at the background of the judges that uh, President Trump put out before the last election, 
there was no doubt that he would be selecting at least the best of his knowledge and research, though we've got a couple of questions here and there. But nonetheless, that, that they would be, in philosophy, conservative textualists. That means that they would rely on the text. There's a slight variation to uh, originalist, someone who will interpret the Constitution, the Declaration, and the Bill of Rights from its original form and intent. So today it is President Trump's judicial nominee list, Act 2. The president talked about the importance of the judiciary depending on who we will elect for the next four years. He reminded us, and I'll remind you, that the president has appointed more to the federal bench in these three and a half years than any other president. He's been busy in so many areas. Amen? Amen. He has appointed hundreds of federal judges. And he intends to appoint hundreds more if he is elected in the next four years. But the most important thing is, he announced today that he is revising his existing list of those he would choose to put up for nomination to the next vacancy, the next two vacancies, the next three vacancies on the court, if they were to happen during his next four years. Twenty new names are being added. The president listed those names, but I was not able to, I was catching it live, I don't have the transcript, but three or four of those names are very familiar names of judges from right here in the state of Florida. All of the Florida judges, and I heard them, and I don't want to mention one without mentioning the other, but all of them, I can tell you, are very sound, conservative, originalist, and or textualist judges. And so President Trump has put his list out again, telling the American public exactly what he told us four years ago about this time. And so if if pro-life means anything to you, you ought to pay attention to this list. If pro-family means anything to you, you ought to take a look at this list. If religious liberty or religious freedom mean anything to you, you better take a look at this list. Because it is impressive. Now, here is the big challenge that the president laid down for Joe Biden. And by the way, in no way do I expect Joe Biden to comply with the president's request. Although if he did, it would be very interesting to compare the two lists. 
He challenged Joe Biden this afternoon to publish his list of the individuals that he would choose from if he were elected for four years as replacements on the court. Now, from a conservative's point of view, and for someone with a Christian worldview, that list would be just as interesting to us as conservatives as the left and the liberals will use the president's list in the next, believe me, it may have already gone out already. I mean, there's going to be some serious fundraising by not only the Joe Biden campaign, but all of those 527s, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, they're not affiliated. But I can tell you the text messages, the 911 emails, hey, we just heard from President Trump. We need to tell you about how radical this, this, this right-wing list is. We need your help now in defeating President Trump. We need your help now. Give today so that we can get the word out about these horrible right-wing conservatives, the evil Mr. Trump would put in the nomination. That's how the game is played. So that's what the press conference was all about. When we come back, president finally gets the recognition he deserves and we got a historical event scheduled for the white house next week that and more on the bill bunkley show 877-943-9673 i'll be right back with srn news i'm john scott Protesters in Portland and police have clashed near City Hall, the protesters blocking traffic early Wednesday morning after they started demonstrating Tuesday night. Police say they moved in to disperse the protesters after they refused to do so on their own. There were 11 arrests. Marriott International plans to lay off 17% of its corporate workforce. The layoffs come next month as the coronavirus continues to take a heavy toll on the hotel industry. The company has confirmed it will lay off 673 workers late next month. Wall Street snapping back from its recent tumble as the bloodletting for big technology stocks came to at least a temporary halt. The Dow today gained 439 points. The Nasdaq was up 293 and the S&P ahead 67. This is SRN News. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Of the appearance of a man above upon. Now this speaks of the incarnation of Christ. The fact that God became a man. The Word became flesh. Pitched his tent here among us. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 5.30. On Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV. Equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. The seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss Care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. Now, the choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan online at mossacura.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. You were the word at the beginning. One with God, the Lord most high. You're hidden. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, the president is finally going to get the recognition that he deserves. And the president in so many areas, quite frankly, well, hasn't got the recognition that uh, he so very much deserves. So many accomplishments so many things that are on his list. But this president uh, has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. He's been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize because of his efforts to bring peace 
between the nation of Israel and the United Arab Emirates. This is a big deal. Because when you look at the Emirates, you look at Dubai, and you look at the avenues that are going to be opened up by this peace accord, it is really amazing indeed. And uh, we haven't had an opportunity to really be exposed in the general media about this very, very important revelation that's going to be changing the future of the Middle East, at least on the short term. Now, I just want to say for just a moment that there's a lot of opportunities here for peace to be made and for peace to be broken. We know that from as a as a Christ follower and I look at what we understand about uh, end times prophecy that there's going to be a lot of changes that are becoming to the Middle East. But between the uh, the coronavirus, the campaign, the mob violence, chances are you didn't know about this big peace agreement. And hats off to White House advisor Jared Kushner, as well as uh, Trump's Middle East envoy, Eva Berkowitz. They worked very hard to get this deal together. Now, how many remember back to the last big deal? And I wonder if this one is going to be covered like the last one. Because next week, we've got a big historical event that's going to happen at the White House. I can remember the last event with an Israeli peace accord goes all the way back to 1979. If you remember the the last night of the RNC convention, President Trump, those were gathered on the South Lawn. Well, it was that same South Lawn back in 1979 where there was an elaborate outdoor ceremony for the peace signing. Jimmy Carter was President of the United States. Jimmy Carter got a lot of credit for that very significant peace deal between Egypt and Israel. You might remember the prime minister who came was Menachem Begin. And you also had the Egyptian leader, Anwar Sadat. You may recall that Many areas of the Arab world, because among the Arabs there are Sunnis that represent about 20%, and Shia uh, Arabs that represent about 80% of uh, of that group. Well, there was uh, there was a lot of nervousness, uncertainty, and hatred because of that deal. And it was a widely covered, widely applauded event on the South Lawn of the White House. Now, something tells me 
that next week when uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and the UAE's Crown Prince Zaid, when those two come to join Trump at the White House for this very, very important agreement signing to the peace deal between the two countries, do you think that it's going to get the coverage? If you were to go back and do your research, do you think it would get the coverage and the accolades in the press that Jimmy Carter got? And remember when Yasser Arafat was negotiating, they went to Camp David with the Israelis, and there was another affair with, uh, you know, the famous handshake. And, and remember that we learned from that event that, quite frankly, the Palestinians never, never then or now really want a peace because he walked away from a very, very sweet peace deal, which I won't have time to go into this afternoon. But we're going to have a big deal at the White House next week. And it is a big deal. Because not only the trade that's going to open up between Israel and United Arab Emirates. And by the way, have you ever seen pictures of Dubai and that huge building in Dubai? Saudi Arabia has, uh, as a result of this deal, has now authorized direct flights of El Al and other Israeli commercial airlines uh, flights that go back and forth, they can now fly over Saudi Arabian airspace. Now, there may be two or three other countries that also may be aligning with Israel. Why? Understand that the Shias represent who's in control and power in Iran. Iran is a proxy for Vladimir Putin and the Russians. They receive a lot of cash and aid and weapons from Russia. And they turn around and they distribute distribute those to Hamas, to Hezbollah, terrorist groups in Sudan. Many, many areas they support terrorism. And because the Sunnis don't like the Shias, and the Shias don't like the Sunnis. There have been attacks against Arab countries on behalf of Iran and their surrogates, their proxies. And now the fact that um, Iran undoubtedly is developing some very dangerous atomic weapons. The region already is not safe because of Iran's predatory moves, ambitions, I should say. And we have been given the opportunity to follow what Iran would have us to believe of their successful development of intercontinental ballistic missiles. Maybe a missile that could reach the eastern seaboard, New York, Washington, Miami, Orlando, the theme parks. 
And so as, as we look at the fact that with all of Israel's modern technology and how the Lord has blessed their return to the land, all of it in sync, in time, and gives us more clues to the timeline of things that are unfolding as we are marching to what I believe to not only be the return of Jesus Christ, but also when we're going to get into that final conflict in the series of wars that will happen. And there are a series of wars that will take place before the final big one of Gog and Magog. There in the Valley of Jezreel. But this is a this is another major major foreign policy accomplishment for President Trump. That's why a member of the Norwegian Parliament, which issues the Nobel Peace Prize, that's why the news that broke this morning. I woke up to the news that President Trump had been nominated for this very distinguished award. Now I know there's some tarnishes to it. If you remember, and and think about this, when the left goes up in in an uproar, to tell you how these things work, do you remember when President Barack Obama was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize? Because they're going to say, well, this is all political. They did this now because this member of parliament and others, they, they want to help President Trump, blah, 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 blah. You'll hear that from the left. But uh, just uh, if you don't believe me, go look it up. Remember that President Barack Obama was given the Nobel Peace Prize not for what he did. I repeat, not for what he did. But he got the Nobel Peace Prize for what he was going to do as president. Now, some of you may remember how strange that whole scenario unfolded uh, many years ago. So we're going to have the typical trashing, but that's why it's so important for you and I and others to know our history. In the history that we don't know, to know where we can go to a credible source. Not a source that has been whitewashed by the history, but uh, the true history behind uh, past events. Because it is our experience of having objective truth in analysis from past history that allows us not to to make the same, sometimes silly, but otherwise the same mistakes over and over again. So um, put it on your calendars for next week. We're going to be watching it. We'll probably bring you some excerpts of that. And uh, there may be more movement. We also are hearing from three or four more countries uh, that uh, we believe will be moving their embassy from Tel Aviv into uh, Jerusalem. Also signifying that Jerusalem 
is the God-given capital of the state of Israel. The Valley of Dry Bones, which some believe was a holocaust. Right on time with prophecy, the dry bones have come alive and come together. That's the nation of Israel. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Bill Bunkley with something to think about. If you've been listening to my weekday radio show, you know how often I reiterate my opposition to utilizing mail-in ballots to vote. The odds of your vote not being counted are too high. The Associated Press reported on September 8th that if mail-in ballots are rejected at the same rate as we saw in the primaries a few weeks ago, about three times as many voters could be disenfranchised in crucial battleground states like Florida than in the last presidential election. As I have sounded the alarm, the postal system's reliability and the chance your signature gets disqualified is not worth the risk. If you use a mail-in ballot, make sure your signature matches the election records and drop it off at a polling site either during early voting or on election day. Do not mail it. I'm Bill Bunkley. Catch my show weekdays starting at 3 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Get our updates by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Faith Talk Tampa. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. From the producers of God's Not Dead. This is not time for a spiritual awakening. I need to be the man that God made me to be. A movie so relevant for our times. One nation under God. Who do you think you are? Just expressing my freedom of speech. Not around here, buddy. One nation under God. Winner of 35 film festivals. We can cut God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. But God will always be here. Starring Kevin Sorbo. Antonio Sabato Jr. and football great Herschel Walker. Imagine what we could do united for one nation. Let's make America great again. One nation under God. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase and use promo code TAMPA for 20% off. SalemNow.com. Promo code TAMPA. Make America great again. With America opening up, maybe you're back to the daily commuter hitting the road for vacation. Take a minute, look for cracks or chips in your windshield, and call Auto Glass America. They replaced my windshield twice now, once in my office, once in my home. I trust these guys. If you drive a luxury import, forget about the expensive dealer. With comprehensive insurance, Auto Glass America will install a free windshield and give $100 in cash guaranteed when you mention my name, Mike Gallagher. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Hey, here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at SalemCareerHub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275. 
866-711-6275 or visit 24-7 SalemCareerHub.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Bill Bunkley here. I believe I have some of the most important news of the day. Breaking research that I need to tell you about right now. Right now. There is a problem that plagues all of us here on the Florida Gulf Coast or any Gulf Coast or any coast, I should say. When you go to the beach, sometimes public enemy number one is who? It's the seagull. That's right, the seagull. How many of you, raise your hands, if you can relate to that deceptive, sneaky, robber, That bird called the seagull, who in an instant will come down and will snatch up your potato chips, will swoop down and grab the top of your Subway subway sandwich, and then call all of his or her buddies around, and you're just hoping that you won't get hit with one of their aerial bombs. Well, I got to tell you this afternoon, researchers in Cornwall, England, they have come up with the plan. They have come up with the plan. And I'm going to tell you how you can keep the seagulls from snatching your food. Are you ready for this? The next time you see an approaching seagull, I want you to lift your eyes up. I want you to make contact with that seagull, your eyes to the seagull's eyes, and don't take your eyes off that seagull. That's right. You stare that seagull down. Researchers have found and have just published their findings that if you don't stare at seagulls, they will come in and they'll do their dirty deeds, the thieves that they are. But they have found that if you will look into a seagull's eyes or look at them, they will keep it bay. 
No, I haven't tried. <laughs> I haven't tried this. So I can't tell you that I have field experience as it comes to this breaking research. But I want to issue you a challenge. The next time you're at the beach, I want you to try staring down the seagulls and see what kind of results that you get. Because they say even if you have a small open bag of potato chips, or maybe even put a couple of chips out there on top of the cooler next to your umbrella and your lawn chair. And when uh, when the pack of thieves come in for their aerial assault, tell me if staring at them will put them at bay. Now, now obviously, having a little fun with this story. By the way, this story is not made up. This story is from a group of uh, research folks over in Cornwall. And uh, it's a pretty long story. By the way, you can go to Fox News. It actually was published about 11 uh, 11 hours ago. And um, they claim that when you're on vacation, you can stop those seagulls from stealing the food. All you have to do is stare at them. And again, this study was very sophisticated. They put a bag of chips on the ground as bait. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they tested how long it took the seagulls to approach. With a human watching, this was an average of 21 seconds more than when they looked away with most keeping well away. 21 seconds. And to do further research, further studies have shown that seagulls were slower to move away when not being watched, allowing a human to get 6.5 feet closer on average if you weren't looking at them. Now you have it. You've got the story of the day. That wraps up our number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. Jay Sekulow is up next, and um, I'll be over on AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk at com, streaming online. And we're going to talk uh, a little about, a little bit about, uh, well, some U.S. Christians think the casual premarital sex is okay. That's our top story next to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect challenges along the way. So you've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let'sTalkFaith.com. 
Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. High winds gusting up to 50 miles an hour fanned dozens of wildfires across a large swath of Washington State and Oregon. Oregon's Governor Kate Brown says hundreds of homes have been destroyed in that state. Firefighters were struggling to contain the blazes. The scenes were similar to California this week where hundreds of homes were destroyed in the Sierras. Cal Fire Battalion Chief Seth Brown says over 100 people were rescued from the Lake Edison area on Tuesday. That was the total amount of people that were in that particular area. Um, and again, the fire was approaching that area, so we deemed it necessary to get them out. Uh, and we did do that safely. Famed Watergate journalist Bob Woodward's new book, Rage, which focuses on President Trump, is causing a sensation because of its claim that President Trump knew about the severity of the coronavirus crisis but downplayed it to the American people. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden believes President Trump lied to the American people. He knew how deadly it was. It was much more deadly than the flu. He knew and purposely played it down. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says President Trump did not mislead the public about the virus. This president, at a time when you're facing insurmountable challenges, it's important to express confidence. It's important to express calm. The top U.S. commander for the Middle East says the number of American troops in Iraq will drop this month from about 5,200 to 3,000. General Frank McKenzie says during a visit to Iraq that the reduction demonstrates America's confidence in the abilities of Iraq's own security forces against the Islamic State group. The announcement comes as President Trump says he is fulfilling the promises of four years ago to bring U.S. combat troops back home. Correspondent Ken Lorman. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 440 points. The Nasdaq rose 294. This is SRN News. If we, if we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. This is not time for spiritual awakening. I need to be the man that God made me to be. From the creators of God's Not Dead, the new movie, One Nation Under God. We can do anything with faith. We can accomplish anything with faith. Winner of 35 Film Festival, starring Kevin Sorbo and Antonio Sabato Jr. One Nation Under God. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase and use promo code MOVIE for 20% off. God's Word is power, and we need to be in His Word every day gaining wisdom. God is very patient, but because of our immoral society, we are drowning in debt, have poor public education, and corruption all around us. Our founders would be horrified at what the democratic agenda has become. With the right and left fighting each other, they get none of the work done. Please go to ProfitToAmerica.com. We're going to lose America. You can't remain silent. That's Profit to America. A massive assault on Christians in Ethiopia. Authorities say some 500 believers have been murdered in a series of door-to-door attacks over the past two months by a group of young Muslim men. They also destroyed the homes and businesses of some Christians. The terrorists reportedly had lists of local believers and were allegedly helped to find others 
by local Islamic authorities. Some Christians say police did not respond to calls for help, and some may have aided the killers. Michael Harrington, SRN News. International Christian Concerns urging prayers for believers in Algeria, where the government's launched a crackdown. Nearly 20 churches have been shut down with little or no reason given. Christians up to now have been largely allowed to practice their faith in peace. In fact, Christianity's been spreading rapidly in Algeria over the past 10 years, which may be why the authorities have begun to persecute the churches. There are about 60,000 Christians in the country today. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Cornerstone Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. This is the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, we are very, very blessed that uh, you have decided to join us this afternoon. I want to just tell you there's some heavy rain uh, falling throughout portions of our our Faith Talk listening area, so we want you to be very, very careful as you're moving about this afternoon. Well, we've got another release from the Pew Research Center having to do with Christian life. And this is about Christian life in America. And for some, this is going to be a little bit of a startling segment. But as your watchman on the wall, it is my responsibility to bring to you the most important, relevant stories and issues of the day. And to bring you the facts as as we know them. This is going to be an opportunity for us to take a look at 
just how committed are Christians in America uh, to the Word of God? How committed are we to understanding that God is a sovereign God? Because when I share the results of this survey, let me just say that in our younger generational kids, we all were young. We all who knew Jesus at an early age, we were taught about sexual purity. We were talking about waiting until the night of our marriage covenant to be able to express that in a sexual manner. And and what I want to talk about today is not the fact that many decades ago, If you were a Christian and you were young and either you were in the promiscuous category or you got yourself in a position where things got out of hand or just whatever, whatever all that turns out to be. I believe back then there was a sense of of guilt. There was a sense of knowing that you were crossing the line. And I don't want to confuse what I'm about to tell you with that mindset. Now, sin is sin. Let's be very clear. Though we're going to be looking at sin through the eyes of public opinion of Christians in 2020, it's no different than the way that Christians processed some of these same activities though it was a different mindset, it's still the same sin. And uh, let me just say, I'm going to give you a minute or two. If you have very young children or children that maybe even high school, middle school, you might want to turn down your radio. Let me Before you do, let me remind you that this is the beginning of the 5 o'clock hour. And that tomorrow morning we will uh, have our podcast loaded at letstalkfaith.com. Just go to letstalkfaith.com, hit the archive button. You'll go down, you'll see the Bill Bunkley show, and you'll see today's show. All you have to do is uh, you can listen online. You can go over to about two hours into the show, and you can hear this segment of the show. Or you can download it and take it with you. But now would be a good time to either have your children, especially young children, but children, to separate yourself from them if you're at home and you can do that and still listen. If you're in the car, probably would be a a recommended time for you to turn your radio off. And I'm I'm sort of spending an extra moment or two uh, making that uh, awareness known so to give you a chance to turn it off because... We're going to talk about an important subject, but it's, it's a subject that, that should not be discussed in front of your children in their developmental years. All right, radio's off. We ready? All right, let's go. I'm going to throw out a statement. Half of Christians say that sex between consenting adults 
who are in a committed dating relationship is either sometimes or always acceptable. Now, these are Christians in a Pew survey just released. And by the way, over half, with the exception of evangelical Protestants, these self-described Christians say casual sex is okay, according to a survey by the Pew Research Center. Now, notice this isn't, you know, last night, man, I... I know I shouldn't have gone out. I know I shouldn't be out drinking, putting myself in a vulnerable position. Man, I, I knew I shouldn't have gone back to that to that apartment. And I feel awful because of what happened. And you know, Lord, it, it is wrong. I acknowledge it's wrong, and I sinned against you. Now, that could be a... That could be a confession from 30 years ago. This year, well, according to half the Christians, the so-called self-described Christians that were interviewed, they wouldn't even find the need to be remorseful or to repent or to ask for forgiveness. In their world, it's just okay. It's just okay. By the way, the phone lines are open at 877 877- Nine four three nine six seven three. Sixty-two percent of Catholics, fifty-six percent of Protestants, in the historically black tradition, fifty-four percent of mainline Protestants, and thirty-six percent of evangelical Protestants. Say casual sex between consenting adults is sometimes or always acceptable, according to the Pew survey. Let me repeat these numbers. Evangelicals. Evangelicals that one would at least think that they are closest to orthodox Christian beliefs. One out of three thinks it's okay to have casual sex outside of marriage. And then you go to the to the mainline Protestants. Half of mainline Protestants thinks that God thinks, uh, well, it's just okay. I, well, it's written in scriptures, but, you know, I still think it's okay. You take uh, historically black Christians. think it's okay to have casual sex. And then those that are a member of the Catholic faith, a faith that is very, very outspoken against abortion. This is an interesting one. 62% of that subgroup say it's sometimes or always acceptable. Now, how about those that are not affiliated with any faith? How about those Americans that are not affiliated with any religion? 
84%. Now, this is not surprising with the secular, the pagan culture. 84% say casual sex is sometimes or always acceptable. And the percentage increases. Are you ready for this? If you're listening and you're an atheist, according to the Pew survey, 94% of you and your fellow atheists believe that casual sex is okay. And by the way, if you're an agnostic, you know, kind of kind of floating around out there in your in your belief system, 90 you even beat out the uh the uh, atheists, agnostics, 95% believe that casual sex is okay. By the way, I want to give a shout out to the Christian Post. Using their um, their article this afternoon for some of the facts of the Pew poll. The, if you go to the website for the Pew Research Center, it's, it's very... It's very long and it's very comprehensive and sometimes it's easier just to uh, take a, a news report to be able to pass it along to you. Now, the Pew Research folks wanted to clarify something and I want to clarify it with you. In their poll, they did not ask the person they were polling if they themselves would engage in any of these practices. Now, there's a reason for that. You start asking that question, you get all sorts of mushy data. But if you say everybody else, you tend to get uh, a little bit closer to the reality of what a person's worldview is. And they made sure, do you think the practices were acceptable regardless of whether you would do it or not? That's to the survey participants. Here is another somewhat disturbing statistic. The Pew folks say that the gap between Christians and the unaffiliated is not very big when it comes to sex between unmarried adults who are in a committed relationship. 57% of Christians say it's sometimes or always acceptable. And that includes 67% of the mainline Protestants and the numbers I just gave you. But 80% of religiously unaffiliated Americans say sex between unmarried adults in a committed relationship is sometimes or always acceptable. So is there any wonder why we have a breakdown in morality in America? Phone lines are open for your thoughts or comments, 877-943-9673. More on this topic with The Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. 
Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary, we no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Again, we're still talking about an adult subject, so, uh, or if you're just joining us and you have uh, youngsters in the car, this is probably not uh, the discussion of the segment that uh, you want to be airing, so I'll give you a second or two to uh, either relocate uh, in your home or possibly turn the radio off in your car because... Important discussion, but certainly one that we want to uh, have an opportunity to uh, do what is uh, what I believe to be biblically responsible to our young children or our middle schoolers or adults. And by the way, you make that decision this afternoon as a parent. And that's another principle that I very much uh, support. Well, as your watchman on the wall, we're talking about a Pew poll that basically half of Christians poll think it's okay to have, well, casual sex before marriage. Some different stipulations, but what I want to talk about, at least for a minute or two, is we look at the background on how this this Pew Research Center survey drill down to find out 
what are people and their judgment calls about this subject play out? And it's it, it appears to me, and if you don't think you heard this in this survey, but it appears to me that there's been a conscious decision that any of the biblical passages that have to do with purity or anything that has to do with keeping yourselves until, until you're married, they're just not even relevant to half the Christians among us. And I maintain that if you go back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, I'm not naive. I, I, I know that Christians, young Christians, school-age Christians, I know that sex has been happening, okay? I'm not, I'm not out to lunch. But it certainly was more with a mindset that you were, you were, constant, you were constantly going to cross the line. You felt that God would just forgive you. You know, I'm saved. All I got to do if I end up getting me walking drunk or I, I end up, you know, going home with somebody, all I got to do is ask for God to forgive me the next day and he'll forgive me. Well, uh, depending on your heart, God knows how sincere you were or were not when you made those pleas. And certainly if you found yourself as being in a serial asking for forgiveness uh, in those and other areas, the God, God probably knew that you weren't really serious. So now think about, think about Jesus Christ and his relationship with us in this, in this current culture of 2020. And then think of God as Father. Now we know when we get in a jam, the first thing we're going to do is go home, maybe get on our knees. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please, please. You know what? I want to ask your forgiveness. I know I haven't been living for you, but the pressure's been high. I've been lonely. I've been this. I've been that. I've been the other. Yeah, but, but, but you go and then say, Lord, I need you. I need you to come and fix this. I need you to come and save this. I need you to come and make this person well. Now, let me ask you a question. When the Bible tells us, and maybe some of the same folks are rejecting these verses, but you know, the Bible tells us it's important for us to obey his commands. It's important for us to remain sinless the best that we can, and we ask for forgiveness in ways that uh, we slip up. But I'm not talking about a serial sinner uh, of any of the the, the areas that, that we're talking about this afternoon. And so, you know, God just may not be inclined to answer some of these prayers. Because you take half of these Christians, imagine that half of these Christians, Jesus already knows that they are not serious about following him. Because they've already decided in their, and by the way, this is all deception by Satan. Just like Satan was deceiving back in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, he's still in that business today. 
but what I call the the European flu, <laughs> the contagion, the European pandemic of thought that has swept across the Atlantic and has been permeating the United States. And I'm talking about the death of the church, our, our physical, materialistic blessings, giving us false confidence that we don't need a God, there is no God, I am my own God. All of that's playing into this scenario. And so it is a, it is a wake-up call to some degree. But I want to remind you, we are told to flee from sexual immorality. We're told that every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his or her own body. And keeping yourself pure, well, it is the will of God for your sanctification. That you abstain from sexual immorality. That each one of you know how to control his or her own body in holiness and honor. Not in the passion of lust like the the Gentiles, the pagans, the secularists, who do not know God. And remember this. No temptation has overcome you that is not common to a man or a woman. And God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Remember, sin has consequences. Sexual sin has unique consequences. Consequences that could last a lifetime. I'm Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Firefighters in the Pacific Northwest are scrambling to keep up with dozens of wildfires that have burned houses, forced people to flee, and trapped firefighters and civilians. Oregon's governor said Wednesday that hundreds of homes have been destroyed. In neighboring Washington state, one fire leveled an entire farming town. Pacific Northwest firefighters say they are stunned by the intensity and speed of the blazes in areas that almost never experienced such fire activity because of the zone's normally cool and wet climate. Gusting winds with speeds of 30 to 50 miles an hour that can easily fan flames were forecast today through tomorrow. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 440 points. The Nasdaq rose 294. The S&P advanced 67. Oil up $1.29 to $38 a barrel. This is SRN News. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. 
because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again. But donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being... A nation before God? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. You're my courage when I worry in the dead of night. You're my strength cause I'm not strong enough to win this fight. You are greater than the battle raging in my mind. I will trust you. I will feel no more. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 if you you dare to talk about uh, what's happening with sexuality among Christians in the 2020s here in America. Certainly a lot of folks are going to be experiencing a lot of unwanted circumstances. And... um, You wonder with the breakdown in morality today, what it will be like tomorrow and the next day. And certainly, we only can look to Europe to see where where some of this disobedience to God uh, will end up. 
Well, I'm your watchman on the wall. We've got an important election coming up. And we're already seeing things that I bet some of you, some of you who are our our senior advisors to life and Christianity in America, it seems like over and over again you are witnessing things that maybe you thought would never, ever happen. But they are. And I want to give you a warning. I want to give you a warning as a watchman of the wall of what could be in America's future and what some say will be a part of America's future. It's only time. And I want to talk about education in America. Do you realize that there is a very, very sharp contrast and difference between where the Democrat Party would take public education in this country, and by the way, not only public education, but mandates for private education, mandates for religious private education, and then the the direction that President Trump will continue to take the country in, particularly in the area of of protecting it from radical teachings and also open to charter and, and religious private schools. But I want to take you for a moment for a reality check. I want to take you to the United Kingdom. I want to take you to an actual news story today. I want to share with you what is now part of public education today in the United Kingdom. If you don't think liberals are dedicated in transforming your children 180 degrees away from your Christian teaching to bring them up in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, you would be very naive this afternoon. There is a very, very active agenda. They don't want you teaching or having an influence on your kids. Trust me. This could be America if this election were to go to the the liberals, not just the liberals, the far, far left. CBN News, Andrea Morris is my source on this. If you were in England this afternoon and you had children in school, you would be faced with the following mandate that's beginning with school this month. Every classroom, every school will now be required to teach 
an LGBTQ inclusive curriculum. If you had a son or daughter going to high school, you would have specific education on sexual orientation. Your kids would be indoctrinated on gender identity. They would be taught from a pagan, secular point of view what is and what constitutes healthy relationships. Schools are required to teach children about different families, including LGBTQ members. CBN News reports the new guidelines indicate that an updated curriculum will allow students to achieve, quote, mental well-being and to know how to be safe and healthy, close quote. According to the policy in the UK, quote, this is why we have made relationships education compulsory in all primary schools in England and relationships and sex education compulsory in all secondary schools as well as making health education compulsory in all state-funded schools. One of Britain's leading LGBTQ organizations is applauding the decision. LGBTQ inclusive education about teaching that some children have two mums or two dads, learning about different kinds of families from an age, from a young age, quote unquote, helps create inclusive environments so everyone feels they belong. But not everybody's going along with this in the UK. In Birmingham, England, some parents protested against their children learning about LGBTQ equality, arguing that same-sex lessons or same-sex relationship lessons go against their religious beliefs. I assume that they were Christian or Muslim or Jewish. These parents came protesting with signs, My children, my choice. Let kids be kids and say no to sexualization to children. English Parliament voted five, listen to this vote, English Parliament, 538 to 21 in favor of this new curriculum that begins this month. Only a small part of the curriculum can parents opt their children out of. So let me just share this. 
It is up to us to have our conversations with our children about not only this, but many things in the culture. When it comes to inner relationships with all people, remember that we as parents, one of the first obligations is to teach our children not only in love, but about love for others. When our children become of legal age, they will be moving through a culture where they will see, they will witness, and they will be part of a world with individuals who have chosen, and this is probably not even politically correct, but a a non-traditional course for their private lives. And let me be clear that it's up to parents to to teach their children not to be, well, certainly not abusive, aggressive, or anything else with anyone. And to talk about the fact that God created a world in which we live, and we may see lifestyles or situations that are not what we know to choose based not upon our own philosophy, but on the Word of God. And already the conversations that we've had with with my son, and I know about other conversations, it's not acting like that there's not an LGBTQ existence uh, in our society, in our schools, in our communities. Uh, But I think it's up to the parents. And a parent raising a child has the right, especially under the First Amendment, to raise that child under the religious values that they choose. And I think a, a youngster being raised by their family will learn what the Bible has to say about many things in life. And we as parents have to understand this is a part of this existence. This is the world that we live in. And in the same way, and and it's funny because I think most Christians are very tolerant. But those that oppose us and those that would want to take away this teaching right, their characteristics usually are very intolerant. And now we've gone from intolerant to cancel culture, which means cancel us as Christian parents having a say on how our son or daughters process uh, some of these lifestyles and um, individuals that are part of our culture. But I want to reiterate, I mean, it all starts with love one another. That was Jesus's bedrock primary principle. Everything else is built upon that. And so that's why I believe it is not the the job of a public school or mandating a private school to be teaching things at very, very early ages 
that I think the best sign is let kids be kids. There is science that backs that up. Let kids be kids. Their little minds, until they're much more down the road, are not capable to process the world around them in this area in a healthy way. 877-943-9673. Some final thoughts on today's Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We will see the promised land. I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7. On Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. If we've learned anything during these turbulent times, it's that all human life has intrinsic value, worthy of love, care, and protection, and that includes life in the womb. That's why, at this pivotal time, we are standing up to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. That's heartbeat to 72,000. Hey, here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at SalemCareerHub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or visit 24-7 SalemCareerHub.com. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. 
On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden. Weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. of hope that happened this past Labor Day weekend as we uh, wrap up our final segment. And uh, in a world where we are faced with a lot of issues that we bring to you every day, as your watchman on the wall, I want to make sure you know about one activity that was big, it was dynamic, and souls were saved. I'm talking about more than 1.8 million people this past weekend tuned in to see or hear Greg Laurie's new film called A Rush of Hope. They aired it over the Labor Day weekend, and it broke all the attendance records for Harvest Crusade, and Harvest Crusade has a 30-year history of holding annual outreach events. There were multiple dozens of online streaming and on-demand channels that brought to folks here a rush of hope. It was on 600 radio stations. It's going to air on TV in major markets across the U.S., It's going to be on cable networks such as Ion Network, WGN, and Light TV. In November, it's going to be released to streaming platforms and on DVD. Greg Laurie, the pastor and founder of Harvest Churches, located in California and Hawaii, said in a video posted to social media on Sunday, quote, We are breaking every record we have ever set in our history. Laurie said that there were over 17,000 professions of faith. Let me repeat. 17,000 professions of faith that the Harvest team received from people who communicated that they had decided to follow Jesus after watching the movie. Laurie went on to say, in a year of never-ending bad news, I can agree to that, 
This is the best news we have heard. It's a reminder that God is greater than a pandemic or any other challenge we are facing. He can do above and beyond anything we can dream. And he is still transforming lives. The movie A Rush of Hope talks about life's deepest questions. Maybe some of you listening today who don't know him have the same questions. Why am I here? What happens after I die? And is there any hope for today? Those are the three major contributions, subject areas of the phone. And so I want to just give a shout out to uh, Harvest. Uh, they, uh, We don't get a chance to interact to know a lot about them as much as those on the left coast, but I've got some friends that are were part of his church, Greg Laurie's church out in California, and uh, I can just tell you that they are two well-grounded folks, and they uh, they are fired up uh, about the Lord, and uh, that ministry is very, very serious about um, uh, telling the good news and, and, and sharing the good news from the point of view of the questions that folks who don't know Jesus are asking today. And I want to tell you that uh, if you are looking for answers to those questions, all of those questions can be answered in our guidebook for living. It's the Holy Bible. And I want to tell you that we are in a world in need of revival. My reports the last two days is your watchman on the wall, I think are very clear and indicative that we need a personal revival, big time, among those professing to be Christians in America. I believe that we've got to get our house in order. I think we need to get our priorities in order. And our priorities is to complete the plan that he sent us to do. Each of us who have accepted him as Lord and Savior, we are called to be ambassadors for him, and to go out into the highways and byways to share and disciple those who are lost. And I want to tell you that if you're lost, Jesus Christ will throw you a rescue ring right now. He'll pull you in. He'll hug you. You accept him as Savior. Renounce your sins. Ask to be redeemed. He'll walk with you forever and ever and ever. Without well, a wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, gotta go. Be back tomorrow at three o'clock with um, whatever the breaking news is today from the Christian worldview. Thanks for being along. Hope you have a wonderful evening. Hey, it's Wednesday night. Plug in your Wednesday night service. Go. The sea is yearning for shelter and affection that she never found it.